Hey there, senders. Welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. This is episode 49, and boy, I had a great time talking to the owner of Sky Park. That's right, our beloved Sky Park, the place we all love. Get a ton of stoke there. And uh, Bill Johnson is the creator and owner of Sky Park, which was once Santa's Village. And take a listen to this conversation that I had with him. Uh, just the creativity and the mindset and the work ethic that goes into building a place like this. Also, some great insight as to where Sky Park is headed, future trails, and future ideas. But before we get into the episode, always want to say thank you to the supporters of the segment podcast. First off, thank you so much to YT Industries, supported by YT Industries. I do have the Jeff C Core 4, and I do love that bike. If you are considering a new bike here in the near future, please put YT in the mix and do your comparisons and pick the right bike for you. Hopefully either the Capra, the Izzo, or the Jeff C, or even the Decoy might be a choice for you. Also, a special thank you to Tasco, the awesome shirt company. Loving my Tasco gear, love Tasco gloves. Obviously, I've always talked about the Tasco shorts and just recently Tasco just dropped their first pair of pants. And these are the Scout pants. They are the exact same cut as the Scout shorts, which I love, but just made for us for the winter time. So check it out if you get a chance. The coolest thing about those Tasco pants is that instead of having one cell phone pocket on the side that's made for you to not feel your phone when you pedal, there are two. And if you're not using them for your phone, you can unzip them and use those as vents when you are shredding down the trail. Check it out. Click the link in the description for Tasco. If it's your first time purchasing from Tasco, you will qualify for 10% off. Also, a special thank you to Spy Optic. Spy, keeping my eyes safe while I'm out on the trails, my vision good with the widest periphery in those foundation goggles, as well as their lifestyle wear. They have a ton of great lenses and styles for your lifestyle. So whether you're heading to the trails or you're on the trails, Spy has you covered. And last but not least, when you're done with all of your writing or if you're just kicking off the day, take a look at my friends at Kapu Coffee, K-A-P-U Coffee. And uh, gotta take a taste of that stuff. That stuff is so delicious. Without further ado, thank you again for all being here. And here is my special guest, episode 49, Mr. Bill Johnson. What's up, everybody? We are back. Uh, The second podcast is back. We're out for a couple weeks, but uh, we're back. And boy, do we have an awesome guest tonight. Um, already, Joey, look at all the people in the chat already. Jeez, we got Adam Mock, Bobby Vaco, Octo Dad, what's up, all the way from New Zealand. We have Isaiah, what's up, Trail Dogs, is in the house. Uh, Timothy Haley is in there. Dude, everybody is 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 in. This is awesome. Let's go. Let's go. So welcome, welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Segment Podcast. Um, Joey, my man, how's your week been? Uh, it's been a good week. Yeah. Need to get some riding in. I'm, I may have snuck in one day this week. Nice. <laughs> where'd you, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Uh, I may have gone to San Clemente. <laughs> oh, that place yeah. is the best. That place yeah. is so fun. How's, how's the dirt? I was kind of hoping it would still have a little moisture, but it, it was dry already, but there's, yeah. 
there's been some trail fairies out there doing a great job lately. They've rebuilt a lot of stuff. So it's nice. That, that place is uh that place is really fun. Um, really close to uh, YT. What do you think? Uh, speaking of YT, what do you think about that uh, that new flight attendant that they got going on? I'd like to go put my hands on that. Right? <laughs> yes, I'd like to go check it out. Definitely. So yeah, so that thing it just it just it it, it somehow really senses what you're writing and it adjusts the suspension based on that. Right. I thought it was more like a shock whiz or something that you kind of could just learn and dial it in, but it actually it actually learns the bike and learns what you're riding in the trail and it, it adjusts while you're riding. Jeez, that's crazy. That's crazy. I see Timothy Haley is saying flight attendant and so sick. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> Mike Savicky is on. What's up, buddy? Last time I saw you, you were at Sky Park at Top of the World getting ready to drop in. That was cool. That was very, very cool. Um, the MTP Desert Rat also is on tonight from Not Another Mountain Bike Podcast podcast along with yeah, uh, I think MTB Rad Dad, I saw him in here as well. So MTB Rad Dad, those guys that are out in the desert, I've noticed it's been colder. We've been getting some moisture, which is great. I know that uh, our gear, our mountain bike gear is going to start changing. Here's a, I got a, a vest on here that I picked up from uh, from Tasco, but you just picked up something new from Tasco. It was the, the new Scout pants oh you got them right there you keep going and going and going <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. wait, is that the same material as the scout shorts what exactly yeah same material it's got the pockets it's actually got the foam pocket on the left and the right side which is kind of nice oh that's cool yeah that's very cool man nate miller and jeremy over there at tasco doing some work yeah. i know a lot of people have been asking for those pants so uh, <clears throat> it's good to see I, them i would jump on them because the day I was in there was the day they got him, and he said 25% of them were going out the door that day. Holy cow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you guys want some Tasco pants, you're going to have to jump in and get those. They're going fast. Holy smokes. I know a lot of people have been looking for them. Folks, tonight, Joey and I have a great show for you. We have the owner of Sky Park, Mr. Bill Johnson himself. And we did collect some good questions from everybody, so we'll be addressing your questions. But also feel free to chat it in. And uh, why is Mark wearing a life vest? <laughs> so, Come on, <laughs> so the kids, the kids, I'm a dad. The kids in the house caught a cold earlier in the week. I caught the I caught the darn cold. <laughs> Puff Daddy. Marty in, in New Zealand says Puff Daddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I caught the cold. I've been taking a COVID test every other day. It's come back negative. So that's always good. Adam Mock says, because he's dope, because it's dope. That's right. It's dope. Um, but yeah, so we have Bill Johnson on the show tonight. Um, we were talking to him backstage. Man, the guy is full of energy. He's got some great ideas at Sky Park and obviously built this place up. So can't wait to dive into this and get into the history of Sky Park with Bill Johnson. I don't know, Joey, what do you think? Should we bring him on? Should we bring him out? I'm ready. Here he comes. All right, here we there. go. Oh, here he comes. Here it goes. Hey. hey. Yes. Tell Bill Johnson. <laughs> good to see you, Bill Johnson. Yeah, good That's to be seen. Yes. yes. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I'm stoked that you guys thought about us. Oh, yes, of course, of course. We love Sky Park. Everybody here in the chat loves Sky Park. Pretty much everywhere you go, you mentioned Sky Park. Everyone's always like, that place is, is awesome. Um, Adam Mock is saying, there's the man. <laughs> <laughs> 
MTB DH, Mr. Drew say, you've been waiting for this one. Love Sky Park. So see. Well, oh, thanks, you guys. There's I love it too. <laughs> and and guys, this isn't just his this isn't just his office at his house. You see here the, the Sky Park logo in the background. He's actually at Sky Park working right now. Owner and operator, Bill Johnson. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah lots to, lot, there's still so much to do. You can't like I wake up this morning, I got up at four o'clock this morning, and it's just flat out, man. And then it's just next thing you know, here I am. And then I will hit the pillow hard, man. Everybody yeah. always goes, hey, dude, do you sleep? And I'm like, I sleep like a freaking baby, man. <laughs> hard. Dude, that place. So you're putting in a lot of hard work at Sky Park. You're always on there. We love it. We get to see and, and enjoy the, the fruits of your labor. But let's go back in time and just tell us how did Sky Park become Sky Park of Santa's Village? Okay, so um, so I'm just like you guys, man. I, I, I just like to grab my bike and I like to go ride. So I'm uh, from Lake Arrowhead, so this is my backyard for riding and um, just got super passionate about it. And I started, you know, doing racing and everything else. Anything you could do on a mountain bike, I would participate in and travel around. And then I got married. My my, my wife got jealous about the bike. Everybody <laughs> here knows exactly what I'm freaking talking about. Right, right. You're supposed and, to be home an hour ago. Right. And then I had kids, and it's like, wow, this this is getting to be pretty complicated, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I would do rides right out my backyard. I'd have to do stuff close, and then a bunch of buddies and I would get together at three o'clock. Mark Mazakas, a, a guy that here works at the park. Man, we're talking. This is 25 years ago, and we would ride out my backyard, and my backyard is the back of Santa's Village. Oh. We'd ride back here and just cause mayhem, and then we'd get thrown off by the <laughs> landowner. You know, they, it, the one landowner was really a jerk. The the last one just did, didn't put up with any trespassing. Uh, liability scares everybody. Gotcha. And then, uh, yeah, and then when then I took a trip to, um, I got a great story. I I took a trip that I was supposed to go to to Whistler with buddies Ooh. and. Ooh. My buddies took the bike. They took my bike uh, and drove from here to Whistler. I flew to uh, Hawaii <laughs> with a vacation with my family. And then I was going to go from Hawaii and meet everybody in Whistler. Okay. Long story short, the day before I flew to Whistler, my passport expired. And they oh. let me fly from Hawaii to catch up with the guys in Whistler. So I never got to go. Oh. And Super bummed, and all the guys came back at our next, you know, Thursday ride. We do these Thursday ride, and they made a PowerPoint with my bike, and they are launching at the time. It was a Diamondback Moto XC, big, you know, uh, Marzocchi double crown fork on it, and they're launching this bike all over Whistler with no rider on it, and oh. they're making a mockery out of me. <laughs> they throw it in the jacuzzi with a bunch of hot chicks. They put it all in the bathroom with toilet paper coming out from behind them. You know, they just, just, so anyways, then I didn't miss Whistler. Right, right. And when I went to Whistler, I had never seen anything like it. You had a full mountain bike park and at the bottom of the park was a village that my family could have fun at. And I could go on a trip and they could come. And oh. I thought, shoot, man, if we could build something like this in Southern California, how cool would that be? You wouldn't have to leave your family at home and have this guilt because you're going to ride your bike. It's like, hey, family, if you want to go, hop in the car. Right. And uh, so that was kind of the inception of the idea of building Sky Park, trying to find a family location where you could ride. And coincidentally, it just happened to be my backyard. 
it just wow. just certain this, this the sky just opened up and the stars aligned and and it, it came to fruition wow was was sky park was it was it for sale would it was it how did it even become like a thing that you could purchase so it turned in we got the bark beetle up here and we lost a million trees okay and there was no place to lumber all those trees so they used the sky park at that time of santa's village of course the santa's village uh location had been closed and um a guy bought bought it with the attempt to open up santa's village and the bark beetle came through and they ended up uh, leasing the property out of kind of an emergency to lumber companies so this whole thing turned into a sawmill and it actually processed Whoa. a million trees through this property. Whoa. It completely went a whole different dire direction. It was crazy. Um, mm. And wow. so the environmental problems and everything else that comes with all that industry that came up became a, a, a big issue locally with the community. Um, and so the family got to the point where they couldn't figure out how to make money. The owner had then passed away, unfortunately. Um, and, um, so it, it went into, actually went into a probate. I bought it out of probate from a family wow. that just, uh, couldn't manage it and just didn't, didn't know what to do with it. Their dad had bought it. And so it gave me the opportunity to buy it. Yeah. Wow. And I'm, I'm a real estate broker by trade. I have a real estate company in okay. Lake Arrowhead. So watching the properties and watching this property come up was, was natural. It, it fit into, to what I did. Um, and so I saw it come and I watched it come on the market and I just kept watching for that price to kind of come down until it was pal palatable, you know, oh, I'm so glad it became now, palatable too. Yeah. Now, now, <clears throat> that we, now that I've done all that, I, now I've realized the cheap part was buying the land. Was, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I thought that was going to be the expensive part. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. when you, when you bought the land, were, were some of the trails like arrow and jump line and sleigh ride? Were they, were they the ones that you would sneak onto the property before you owned the land to ride? Were those yeah, somewhat natural? Or? Yeah, it was kind of what was getting the guy upset that owned it is we were cutting a line that would start at the top of uh, top of the world. Okay. And actually, it went to the next range over. And then we would drop these single tracks that came through. And we're riding them daily with frequency so he could see that we <laughs> were out there. Right. Um, and so there was kind of this big collusion between this property owner and the boy, boy scout camp, which is next to us, um, where they were like, Hey, we need to kick these mountain bikers out here because we started getting more and more aggressive where we were, you know, putting in ramps and big hits and all these little skinnies. And we were, you know, doing these crazy, we we're starting, it was starting to look like, uh, kind of like BC, like, like this North shore type environment. Wow. Um, and then they would come through with crews and they would just clean all of our stuff out. Oh. Um, and be gone. <laughs> in, in 2003, we had the old fire, and the old fire blew through and burned part of Sky Park, and it burned the back, and it burned most of our trail systems at that time. And, and when a fire, that I, I don't know how many people on this uh, podcast have ever ridden in, in sections of like the Angeles Forest and areas where where they've been burned. Man, it really jacks the trail up. It just Damn. really turns it into a weird pumicey flowery kind of uh sand that just uh, loses its integrity so the backside <clears throat> it still is kind of in a little bit of disrepair a few more years i think and and there'll be uh there'll be some good riding behind the park yeah that's a roller coaster and, and a lot of the good trails back there world-class trails back behind you guys and i think there's a there's a question around that that we'll get into to later for the future of uh possibly for sky park so 
But what a cool story that that's how you guys, so you were writing on the property a long time ago. Yeah. Been, yeah. I've been writing here for a long time um, yeah. and seen, seen all kinds of things. Yes. Yeah. Just like all, everybody, you know, you, you ride your backyard and you, you know, I've seen, I've seen hunters out here shooting big old deer uh, on the property when I was younger and um, just, just, just crazy stuff. There's bears everywhere. There's wildlife all over Sky Park. Sky Park wow. is crawling with, with creatures, man. Wow. So, yeah. With creatures this weekend. For anybody that can make it, a dead men's party is tomorrow night, uh, and that is going to be a freaking blast. I love that band, just the Oingo Boingo, you know, cover band. But they've kind of created their own talent, man. Those guys, those guys, freaking rip. So I'm looking forward to having them uh, play at the park tomorrow. That's going to be awesome. So is it normal park hours tomorrow, and then the the dead man's party band goes on at night? Yeah, yeah, and we have a no noise ordinance. Uh, and I'll answer one of the questions right now that yeah uh, that I saw kind of pop up and go through. Um, we have a noise ordinance where we're not supposed to bang the drum after ten o'clock uh, okay. for fear that our neighbors can hear us. Now, of course, we don't have any neighbors, so that that really isn't an issue. But that is part of our permit. And the second part is that we're also not allowed to ride bikes after dusk. Um, uh -huh. that was part of the EIR and we have here, uh, the habitat for a Southern rubber boa, which is a endangered species. And, and I would argue that it's a rare species, not an endangered species, but that's for another subject. Um, <laughs> but, uh, how do we get more of those? Well, it we'll comes, it comes out at night and because it came out at night, uh, the environment, environmental groups were like, Hey, you know, what can we do to mitigate? any disturbance of the of the rubber bow and that was one of my concessions is i was like well i can i cannot ride bikes at our at night and i'll agree to that which is kind of a bummer because my post or my pre-competitive side of mountain biking is 24-hour racing so i very much like to ride at night um but that's something we're restricted from oh interesting that that explains i didn't realize that that's uh, one of the reasons why you guys closed the the trails off at dusk that makes yeah, sense that makes sense so you used to be a racer. If we want to go <clears throat> further back into your mountain biking career, how deep were you into mountain? Obviously, you're into a deep now, but how deep were you in before Sky Park, before you be? Uh, recreationally, I loved it. So I do it all the time. Race in Shasta all over California. Um, some cross country, but a, a lot of 24-hour stuff and 24-hour 20 hour teams. I like doing the team riding because the camaraderie, you know, you get five guys and you, you do the relay all through the night. Um, and it's too bad. 24 hours of adrenaline. Um, they, they stopped doing the races, but that series went on for what, 20 years or something like that. They did it in Isle of Wild and a bunch of areas and, uh, and it was fun. So I, I really enjoyed that. And then once my kids grew up, went to high school, then I coached uh, high school mountain biking with NICA. So I'm a huge Ew. supporter of NICA. In fact, we just picked up a sponsorship. We talked about today in our marketing meeting, we're going to grab on with those guys and we're going to see if we can help some kids out um and do more stuff for kids uh and that subject just goes on and on we have a bunch of nonprofit stuff that we do we're now bringing in our local school district super cool man these kids can sign up and they can come in uh with coaching with brandon and with our, with our other uh instructors and we're coaching fifth graders and middle schoolers on wednesdays and thursdays as a pe curriculum for them so wow. these little grommets get to go out and 
hammer out in the woods. Dude, I'm jealous, man. I'm jealous. I wish I had that same. I wish I had that when I was a kid. Like, you're going to Sky Park for practice. You're going to Sky Park right. for a race. Like, what? Okay. That sounds great. That's right. <laughs> yeah, cool. We had a question here from um, Marty. He's out of New Zealand. He says, can you ride Sky Park all year around? So um, great question. And so for an example, we've been open for five years. We have had a year where we've only had to close the park for 10 days because of bad weather, because of snow. Um, it's just coincidentally <laughs> with snow during the week. And by the, sun, by the time the weekend came, we could clear it. And so total, we only had 10 days of shutdown that we'd normally operate. Last year, we were closed 10 weeks. So that goes to show you we're super because we're right at 6,000 feet in Southern California. So for instance, we have a big storm coming in on Monday, which is super stoked, you guys, because that means we get another round of really good moisture. It's one to four inches of rain for us on Monday. So we're going to have some killer dirt um, coming up. And once it gets like that, it stays like that once the season kicks in. So for me, riding season started about a week ago. This is about when I the summer I, yeah, it's great. It's fun because people have it off and it can come. But as everybody, all the listeners know or viewers know, it's it's dusty. It's hot. It's, it's hard for us to maintain trails. We water them all the time to try and keep them up. But this time of year, Mother Nature does it for us and it just gets stickier and it just gets better. So, so good. All the PRs come out this time of year. Yeah. So, so I hear with all the sticky, awesome, fast conditions. <clears throat> um, we have a guy. Speaking of, you said uh, a lot of folks or a lot of... Uh, wilderness out there uh, mtbdh drew says i almost got plowed over by a deer running down from jump line and slayer ride when i was heading heading up the up line so must have been either early in the morning or maybe towards the towards uh the it doesn't it doesn't matter normally the early morning is when you're going to get into that kind of stuff but um this time of year when the deer are running around and there's hunting and stuff they get unstable um and yeah i had the same experience going at the top of upline um right pat right when you pass um lower arrow going up man i just about got taken out also by two bucks with rats <laughs> one guy was trying to kill the other guy or whatever <laughs> for, the, for the harem there or whatever so it, it was nuts man these guys were ballistic and they blew right over the top and jumped 18 and blew into the face of the mountain so they, <laughs> they run through here like it's you know a small football field they're so so yeah. rad Crazy. mountain biking in the mountains like that's you expect to what see stuff like that <laughs> right <laughs> uh we got uh brandon fisher's getting a, a nice um a nice call here from the trail dogs mtb he says brandon is awesome as a coach for sure yeah, yeah. that dude that dude's awesome I'm super, I'm super fortunate to have him back i'm so excited you know it's uh yeah. it's it's hard you guys because you know it's we all do it to recreate and have fun but when you start trying to make a living at it um it's challenging man it's it, it's hard to to balance that and it's been hard for brandon to try and stay in the industry um have a family and get going and everything else and so i'm super stoked we have him back on the mountain and and i hope he's here to stay you know yeah hope so too that and dude he shreds i <laughs> seen some of his stuff air, air, air blair says uh what's up air blair says next new trail at sky park needs to be named southern rubber boa rubber boa good idea <laughs> so actually um What's going to happen here is Comet um, is going, a section of Comet is going to be deeded over to Fish and Wildlife, and we're going to lose 30 acres of the park back there. Um, 
And that was kind of the token that I had to give up in order to open the bike park, uh, Fish and Wildlife. <coughs> what are you going to give us? And I'm like, well, how does this work? You know, and it's kind of extortion, but it's how it works. So uh, when you go on Comet, Comet will actually be uh, still my property, but there'll be an env environmental easement that'll be underneath your wheels. Um, and they'll come out and do inspections. And maybe someday they might find a Southern rubber boa, but to this date, they've never, never found one. Okay. Good. Yeah. Or, or is that good or is that bad? Do they want? Do we want them to find one? Because we can go get some. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I think I think all of us want to see a bald eagle, right? I mean, all right. of us want to see endangered species do well, and I and so yeah, I'd love I'd love to find one and see one. Um, but but the the downside to finding one and seeing one, unfortunately, though, and is too is you know the next guy that wants to come and do something in the woods, he he'll find further and further restrictions on him if in uh. fact. And in fact, this habitat does uh, support a southern rubber boa, which, you know, personally, I think it does. I mean, we probably do have them. I've seen all the reports and all the studies and everything else. Like I said, it's not necessarily, an, it is on the endangered species list, but I think it's more of a rare, rare species. They are prevalent, um, gotcha. but they're very elusive. They like come out at night. So it's not something that you're going to see like a rattlesnake. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good. I mean, keep, keep them elusive so that we can keep on... Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, MTVDH is asking, uh, so I think everyone wants to know, was Thrall, was Thrall system planned to look like an outline of Sky Park's mascot arrow? Every time I look at Strava, it looks like the dog arrow. Interesting. Wow. That's coincidental. coincidental. Yeah, that's totally coincidental. So, so there's a little story to the history of the park there. Um, so when I bought the park, I, I saw the model of, of what would work and what wouldn't work. Um, and I, I was afraid of snow play because it was so unreliable in Southern California. And, uh, and so I thought, well, I'm going to call this thing sky park. Um, and it's going to be a bike park and this is what's going to happen. And so I did a couple of social media kind of things, just kind of letting people know, Hey, this is the direction that I was going to go with the park. And we got a huge outcry of people that were like, hey, whoa, 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 you're you're destroying a legacy of Santa's Village. How dare you buy the property and and not recognize or not not bring back Santa's Village. Um, but that was not originally that was not part of the plan. But as I learned and, and got educated about how many people had visited Santa's Village and the passion that was there for that part of the theme park, I was like, wow, I, we need to take a second look at that. So um my my wife and i really kind of dove into the theme park side of it and went after the santa's village side and said okay hey let's develop this and let's see if we can make this work and disneyland has mickey mouse so we're like what are we gonna do and uh <clears throat> we just had a bunch of raccoons come into our backyard and kill our rabbits and our chickens that my kids oh, no. had. so my kids were, my kids were pissed man <laughs> my kids were like let's get a bear. Let's get like a lion and kill the raccoons. Like they were, my kids were so upset. And then my one kid goes, Hey, let's get a wolf. And I thought, is that out of that might not be out of the question. Maybe we could get a wolf. So they did all the homework and everything. And we found a breeder. And hence when we bought the park, we got arrow and something that's kind of coincidental. I called the breeder to get him and arrow was born on the same as my birthday. We both have the birthday of January 12th. Oh so my gosh. The trail, the first trail we built, we thought, Hey, we'd stick with the theme and we'll name that trail after the mascot. And so arrow got named after arrow. Um, oh, you guys wow. met him one way or the other. Um, and uh, yeah, that, so no, it wasn't supposed to be in the shape of it. 
of, of an arrow or of a wolf, but uh, it's cool that it is. I might have to, I have to look at that. Yeah, that, that is really cool. That is really cool. We got a, a guy who works, uh, who works with Jordan Brand and Nike. <clears throat> His name is Adam Mock. And he says, I know a guy who can draw some sweet arrow designs if you need them. <laughs> so, Sweet. All right. <laughs> get, get, Nike, get Nike and Jordan Brand on, on that one with Adam Mock. Nice. That, that is a cool, cool story. I had no clue. That's how that's how the trail of Arrow, and that's where Arrow came from. Yeah. I didn't realize that Arrow was a wolf either. Yeah, so here's Arrow. So uh, Arrow, we, uh, we, <laughs> we, we this, these arrows just came in. Right now, getting stuff in the park is super hard. So we have him made. We actually manufacture Arrow ourselves. Uh, in um, he comes out of uh, Vietnam, Taiwan, uh, depending on the factory, and uh, it took it takes us forever to get stuff in right now. So oh, we're man. having the problems with all other businesses, but we just got a shipment of I think three thousand of him for for the Christmas holiday. So that's he's on cool. the shelves. That's yeah. cool. That's very very cool. Uh, Bobby Vaco says, my daughter has one. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> that's that's Bobby, really. I that. Bobby, I love that picture of you, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Um, we got Scott Ripple here. He's asking, hey, Bill, thanks for Sky Park. My girlfriend and I have, I love coming up there for a weekend ride, some brew, and an overnight stay in Lake Arrowhead. It's one of our favorite things to do. Yeah, yeah, and that's and and that's that comment that I would get. And so uh, when we started doing the design, I did the land use. I was like, you know what? We need to put an RV park in. We need to make it so that people, if they do drive up, man, they can make it worthwhile and not have to drive back down on the same day. I mean, everybody on this that's, that's here and been been to the Sky Park knows, man. Sometimes at the end of the day, especially if you have a beer in you, man, you're all relaxed after riding all day. You're, you're tired, man, and it's hard to sometimes do the trip up and back. So the RV park is really a blessing, man. Cause you can come up, stay and, um, and hang out and enjoy the park and not feel like you're in a rush to get out, in and out of here, you know? Yeah. And you guys just, uh, opened up some of the, the, um, RVs out there for people to stay in if they don't have one. Yeah. That was Michelle's idea. My wife, she, she <coughs> was infatuated with the Airstream thing. And so we bought, uh, we located, I should say, wasn't that easy to find six Airstreams and we gutted them. And then we have Santa's workshop here, of course. So yes. we built all the furniture and cabinetry and everything. We, we built the interiors out. And so each one's totally custom and they're super fun to stay in. Um, so yeah, we have those available for people who just want to come up in their car and don't want to do the whole camping thing. You can just, you know, get one of the, one of the Airstreams and hang out. Oh, that is very cool. And, and my family and I have come up and stayed at the, at the campgrounds there. And it is so clean. Everything is so clean. And the views from there are amazing. Um, the showers, the bathrooms, like it's such a cool place. And then yeah. if you wake up early in the morning, the coffee shop's open across the street. So we like, you know, take the kids and walk over and yeah. and, and get a cup of coffee and have some breakfast yeah. and come back. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And we just keep trying to do a better job. You know, I mean, it's to manage all that, the food and beverage and the whole thing. And, and I don't, this isn't what I do. I'm, like everybody else, like watching this and listening, it's like, you know, just a normal guy, man. And then all of a sudden you've got this job and this job mutates into something else. And now next thing you know, we have like 18 businesses in here and it's, it's super tough to keep, keep up with pace and keep things at the quality that you want. So I've been super excited because I feel like we're getting better at this. Um, and as we get better at this, the park gets better and we'll get a much better as we go. I think we're really going to start doing some huge movements in 2020, 
22 here with everything from better trails, better food, better hospitality and better attractions, just make, make the place a better park. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. <clears throat> um, MTB Octodad, this is Marty Richards. He's actually from, he's in New Zealand. He's watching this from, from down, from down there. He's asking how many people can you fit in the biggest Airstreams? We have a family of 10. I think so we have, I think two of our Airstreams have some decent sized beds. If they're your kids, they probably kill each other. Um, <laughs> but you, you could put four in a couple of them. One of them, the max is two and one of them probably comfortably is, is three. So you probably have to break them up in order to, in, in order to be comfortable. But um, we do have tent camping and we do have other stuff. So if you grabbed a couple of Airstreams, um, you and your wife and then put all the kids in the tents. <laughs> and they love it they see all the stars it'd be, it'd be great <laughs> we got you getting a lot of good compliments here um bobby is saying you guys are killing it up there when it, when it comes to all your work ethic and everything you're doing adam mock saying you do an incredible job your dedication and passion definitely show yeah thanks guys it's um like i said it's just it's more than i ever thought um, and so it came into something that I thought would be kind of a, I still have the real estate company, by the way. So I, okay. like this morning I had to get up early because I had to do contracts and then go have my office meeting and get the real estate company going. And they, you know, then I come here for, for a quote, my second job and it in itself is a, is a major job. So it's, I, I appreciate the, the acknowledgement because it's like, wow, sometimes it just feels like I'm just getting thrashed. Um, yeah. And, and there's weird things about it that nobody sees, you know, it's the building of the um, Caltrans project of putting that intersection in, you know, and then Caltrans saying, Hey, if you want to open, you know, you got to build this. And I'm like, well, it's your highway. I mean, what the Santa's village was here before. Now, how come all of a sudden I got to rebuild the highway and put a signal in and do all this stuff. And they're like, well, it's up to you. You don't have oh, to open the park. So, oh. um, you know, so all of a sudden, you know, this three and a half, $4 million price tag gets thrown at me on the highway that I, I didn't anticipate. And it definitely, it, it's my own fault. I was naive. Um, and I, and I should have known that, but I was in uncharted ground, man. Nobody's built a mountain bike park and done a new park, um, that I'm aware of. I can't even remember the last time uh, a big new park, uh, somebody kind of had the balls to go for it and build a park, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, and we're so thankful you did. Um, one of our female mountain bike riders out there saying the level of detail all throughout the park is absolutely incredible. I especially love the bike details in the pedal pub. P.S. Can we plan more sugar plum events? That was phenomenal. Yeah. Ooh. So, and absolutely, man, we are doing our event calendar. We started it today. We will wrap up most of that tomorrow. We, we have a lot of it done. Um, but then what we have to do after we kind of plan all of our events then we kind of look at the industry and make sure, hey, if we're going to do sugar plum, let's not drop it on the on the same weekend that we're doing that sea otters going on. So, gotcha. you, you know, you really kind of have to be conscious about what what your 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 fellow industry people are doing because you don't want to try and break the market in half and make it so you guys, hey, what do I want to do this weekend? I got two spectacular events to go to. Let, let's pick one. It, it's nice to be complimentary rather than competitive in the industry. So I. I look at the whole groups and see what everybody's doing. And then I try and fit the schedule so that uh, we round out the year without, without competing. And, um, and the sugar plum um, fest is awesome. It's, it's just a super great event. Um, and because of that event, we will do a bunch more stuff. Um, that's part of the fun of the park is 
is now we have a nonprofit called Making Spirits Bright. Um, and we're also trying to do a bunch of fundraising for, for whatever needs were out there. Um, and once you get into that world, um, it's super, it's been super rewarding. So we've done a bunch of events this year that have been really great for different charities and that kind of stuff. And we will absolutely, uh, do a lot more women type, um, categories and, and women's events at the park because they're so popular. The park's yeah. really is really a, a place that a whole family can come, you know, and that's, yeah. I, I, I hope that's something that we can continue. And that'll be the legacy of this park is like, Hey, let's, let's make sky park for everybody in the family. This is not just make it for, you know, the dudes that want to go ride on Saturday, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's so cool. Um, Debbie is saying, uh, what's happening, Debbie? Good to see you on here. She says, I have so much love for sky park. I've learned so much riding on those trails. But the key reason I keep coming back is because of the staff who get who get to know you and you feel like your family. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that cool. I, I can't even tell you how I try and be different than everybody as an employer. That's a different hat that I have to wear. Um, and in this in, in this time period, as everybody understands right now, get keeping employees and keeping things open. I mean, my local Starbucks is open only, you know, half the hours now. My the deli at my supermarket now is closed a couple of days a week. I mean, that keeping employees and keeping staff going um, has been super challenging. And so we ended up doing a, a bunch of stuff years ago when we first started. I wanted to make sure that those employees were engaging with the guests. And so I tied in some of their bonus to how many people come to the park. Oh. So for everybody that comes to the park, um, a couple bucks of each ticket goes to a Christmas bonus for uh, for our employees. Oh, nice. uh, so now we have a full 401k plan. We have the um, Christmas bonus. We have uh, health insurance for everybody. And so we've really been able to design actually a real company here um, that takes care of its employees. And so on Tuesday, a week from Tuesday, I have four streamlined buses and I'm taking 250 employees to Captain Island to party. Sweet. On, uh, a week from Tuesday. So, Sweet. You know, it, but that's the effort that I really appreciate those employees because that comment is, is so, um, is so spot on. It's the people that make it fun and it's the guests that make it fun. You know, if you can, uh, if you can come and see, see your buddies at the park and have a good time, that's <laughs> half of the good time. Totally. You, guys, you guys don't even, you don't need anything. All you need is a trail in your bike. Yeah. So, right? so so to keep that camaraderie and keep the fun of the park alive, um, I hope is the key to our future success. Yeah, I mean that definitely echoes throughout the park when you're when your staff and the mountain bikers, it's all one big community, you know, and you feel like we're all part of something very, very special together, which is great. I see Pat's getting a lot of uh shout outs there. Pat's a legend. <laughs> a good day when I see him at the gate. Shout out to Pat. I feel like Pat's my second dad. Pat, Pat is so chill. That yeah, just, yeah, Pat is awesome. He just sits out there and and uh, freaking checks you in, man. Exactly. I'll go out to the car and then Pat will be like, all right, Mark, get back in there. You ready for more? Uh, Drew says, hey, Bill, I just sent you a pic of my Strava on your IG so you can see the image of the trails and how it looks like Arrow. Oh, there you go. Cool. Oh, right on. Okay. Be, yeah, that'll be that. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Um, Bobby says, repeat question for when you get more Q&A trail camps. Okay, so um, Bobby, I think we'll address that here. Let's jump into some of these questions that came in from all the viewers out there. 
Are you ready for some of these questions here, Bill? We got quite a few. Yeah, so, sure. I'll try and be brief. I'll try and answer everybody's questions. Yeah. So um, the Colorado kid is from Northern California, and he says, "Have you thought about doing more sky parks across the country?" Ooh, that is the multi-million-dollar question, right? Um, um, first of all, Santa's Village for all the listeners out there is the first franchised amusement company in North America. So this wow. park has a legacy of replicating itself. Um, so I'll start with that. So it's not out of the question. Um, there are other properties that um, I have kind of looked at uh, to, to play with the idea. So far, the stuff that I'm looking at though is around us to complement the park. Um, I think if we went that direction, I would have to be able to walk into Sky Park and look around and say, okay, I've got this finished. And I don't know if Sky Park will ever be finished um, mm. because it's a constantly changing uh, passion. So um, hopefully uh, there is more bike parks coming up. Uh, they probably won't be Sky Park bike parks, but I hope other areas see the success that Sky Park is beginning to have and can say, hey, we can build something like this in our community. And you got to get out there and support those guys when they when they go out and build trails and do stuff and and may, maybe something like this can come even closer to home. Interesting. Yeah. Very very cool. So yes. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, CX3 MTV is asking transcend day next season, late winter, spring. We got the numbers to fill the spots. It's one of the uh, uh, transcend MTV. Is one of the local uh, mountain bike groups down here in Southern California. I think their membership is around four thousand, something like that. They're big yeah. numbers. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's amazing yeah. how how big the sport's gotten and how these these groups have gotten so big. Um, we we've now had to kind of beef back up into events. Um, COVID wiped us out. You guys, oh. you guys aren't <laughs> seeing the, the true park for the last you know two years because we just got it handcuffs thrown on us like everybody. Um, yeah. But because of that now, um, I've restructured uh, our event crew um, and I'm moving people around within the marketing department, moving to help events out. So absolutely, let's uh, put our heads together and uh, and let's get groups and let's do events in here. I'm ready to get back into it and, and bring everybody to the park. You know, oh, it's so about cool. camaraderie. It's about getting these groups together and giving them a stage to, to play on. That's what oh it's yeah. yeah, so so true. Uh, the trail dogs who are on tonight, they did a they did a trail dog day, and I don't know how many people. I think they may have closely bought out the park, but it was such a fun day. It was such a fun event. Everywhere you look, there was camaraderie, people having a good time. And the best part was is when we were all tired and, and done and dusty and talking about all the crazy things that we did, the jumps that we did, the, the near crashes that we almost had. The pub, the the beers at the pedal pub. Right. <laughs> was like the second half of the party, you know, talking about all that stuff is so right. fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love the um, Cody does a great job in the in the pedal pub, man. He does all of our liquor purchasing and all that. And I kept going, hey, Cody, we need to get Russian River in here, man. And <laughs> I, I have like my specials, specialties, and I'm like, hey, we have to get this in here. And, and he does it, man. Bless his heart, man. He goes after he goes after it. And he, if you guys have something you're like, hey, I want to see this in the bar man talk to cody and go ahead hey, we'd like to see this and uh and we'll bring it in you know cody's yeah. awesome i i bought stephanie a drink for for doing the uh the award ceremony the races that you guys had on thursdays i said stephanie what's your drink she goes 
I don't even know, but go ask Cody. He knows what he knows what it is. <laughs> Cody, yeah, Cody's a legend. Yeah, he's always got a special brew, something, some kind of special drink up his sleeve. Just ask him, <laughs> and he'll he'll make something for you, and it's always good. It's always good. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado Kid says Sky Park is amazing. Glad we can get a live stream in while there. Such a great spot. Yeah, he's him, and it was he did a live stream there at Sky Park with some of the other big YouTubers. MTV Allen was on that show, and The Outsider. Yeah was on there and they did a live stream from Sky Park right at the Pedal Pub. It was awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and, and uh, Ad, uh, um, yeah, Adam uh, ended up coming up with the name of Naughty and Nice. Yeah. Like, How did you name yeah. this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, Alan, anyways, he uh, he, he uh, chimed in. He goes, hey, Naughty and Nice. And we looked at that and we're like, you know what? That's actually a pretty good name. The, the idea of Naughty and Nice, by the way, is a – it was supposed to be a family ride, so the whole family could go down it. But as you go down, you could pick a green line, a blue line, or a black diamond, double black diamond, but mm. you're all on the same line. So you could go off and do a teeter-totter and then just hop back on the trail. But collectively, everybody could go down, and you'd have all these different features as it went down. It didn't work. <laughs> we, we have it and it doesn't have the flow of the rest of the trails and uh that is a trail that you will see get redeveloped um and naughty and nice will get redesigned so um, yeah so that that's going to be a change to the park that is interesting that that may tie into this question and i did see it in in this group here but uh kelly obice asked a question and since we're talking about it might as well pop this one up thank you mr joey it says what new trails are on the horizon and is it possible to get some bigger features in the skills section? So that's a great question. So we've been talking about that daily. Uh, we do talk about that daily. Um, there is a new trail coming on the horizon and it is playground. So playground, we took sleigh ride when you used to ride sleigh ride to playground to finish the ride. You now take upper sleigh ride to lower sleigh ride and we removed playground, um, that title. So playground will be a new trail that comes in and it will be right alongside um, uh, um, lower arrow. Um, and it kind of fishes through the woods. And the idea on this one is to take the slower riders that are, that are on the trail and going to the top and get them off the trail. So they don't have to go to the top of the world. So we can do a green line and put them densely in the woods. So you can take, you, you know, whoever, friend, whatever, and introduce them to mountain biking. And they can go on this pristine, little tight single track um, that's a green line and introduce them to the beauty of riding in the mountains and being, and, and they can go home and say, wow, I went mountain biking today. That was killer um, without having to take them down arrow or take them down wood features and that kind of stuff. So that trail is under production right now. Um, cool. We're working on that one. And then Naughty and Nice is the redo. And of course, the the biggie, the monster of Sky Park, is still on the horizon, and that's the face ride, uh, the dozer line, and we um, will be after that big time this year. Yeah, are you allowed to tell us a little bit about that dozer line? What it might look yeah. like, or is it too early? Or? Yeah, so this is the deal, and it will take some some public some public health help. Um, it is a line that already exists, and I've ridden it for for 25, 30 years. As a, as a kid, I rode it. Um, and it is an enduro line that takes you about 45 minutes to complete. So it would be about the most aggressive enduro that uh, anybody's ever heard of, because it, it wouldn't be your, your seven minute enduro run. And then you do another one. 
this would be an all out enduro downhill because there's climbing in it. So you're, you're purest downhill guy. Um, this isn't something that, that he's going to win this event. Um, and, uh, this would be something the enduro riders would like. Um, there's a heliport at the bottom. We did design a heliport at the top of the trail. So the concept is we could bring in helicopters back and forth. Um, and the trail's there. So I'm, I'm not going in and building a new trail. I'm going in and putting a trail back, um, and see if we can, we can get that thing shoveled back in. The forest service doesn't maintain their trail systems anymore. They used to maintain it. So it's completely okay. overgrown and you're literally just throwing your bike over deer brush and then on your belly crawling under brush to make the entire ride. You run into sections that are unrideable. Um, but this winter will be after that thing. Um, and I've been going to inner trail meetings. <clears throat> uh, we started an inner trail nonprofit up here with, with big bear and I have their support. Um, and it looks like I've got the forest service support. So, uh, we'll get after that this year. We're going to put that trail in. Oh, that's going to be awesome. We should get some, we should get all the, uh, a bunch of YouTubers to go down that sucker and, and blast that out there. If it, if you think that that would help. Yeah. But, uh, I see NKHM TV says helicopter. Yes, please. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Sign me up. Kelly says. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. And that's that, that comes, you know, from the Walmart boys. Uh, they, uh, from what I understand, haven't met them, but, um, you know, you go out to Arkansas and they've got a town that they've invested heavily in. And I, the rumor is, is they've got a patent that they've got a rack that's developed for their helicopter and they've got it at their house and they load their helicopter up and they fly themselves to the top of the hills and then they, they ride down. Um, so why couldn't we have heli helicoptering here? There's yeah. no, we're right in Southern California. We certainly have the, we certainly have the birds to fly it. Right. So yeah, we got uh, the weather for it. Yeah. We got the Might weather well. for it. So uh, that would be the one a commute. That'd be so sweet. That would be sick. Top to bottom in like six minutes. <laughs> oh, it's just an elevator ride straight back up. Right. Uh, and then have them drop you off right right at the top of the road so you can like then drop into jump line. <laughs> yeah, right. Good. So that, that, is, a, that is a passion of mine. And, and um, I'm after that. I want, I want that. I want that trail. In. And, and by the way, that trail wouldn't be, you wouldn't, there would be no charge. That trail would be, um, although you would start it on Sky Park property, the trailhead, it goes into National Forest. And so that would be something that would just be open to the public. Gotcha. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 And if you buy a membership to Sky Park, it wouldn't be any charge anyways. Like, you know, the next time you show up. You get a discount on your beers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to, we used to have we used to have it to where you could get a discount when you're at a season pass everywhere in the park, but not on alcohol, because somebody told me it was illegal to discount alcohol. Really? And then so I called and did some research and they're like, no, it's not illegal to give somebody a 10% discount on alcohol. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. So now you get 10% off on. <laughs> so I had, bad, I had bad intel, man. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, funny. That's funny. Oh, here's Colorado Kid, one of the one of the funny, great YouTubers. He's a really great for entertainment. He also says, any plans to install an active volcano where we have to race to the bottom before it erupts and engulfs the rider in love? <laughs> almost, 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 almost. So get <laughs> Actually, so, don't ask him that. He says it, it's, it's too late. You ask the question, so here, here it goes. So, uh, in the winter time, because we are at Santa's Village, I bought a snowblower, like state of the art, big cat blower with compressors and everything, and, and we can we can make snow, right? So it was going to be for a sledding hill in the winter time, 
it didn't work. It it blows out at, at 5,000 feet. I don't even know how they do it at Snow Valley and Snow Summit, how they make the quality snow. I've been trying to run this thing and make good quality snow, and it comes out like an ice rink. It just doesn't <laughs> make good snow. But the, the coolest thing about it is it's got these nozzles on it, right? And it's maybe got 32 nozzles, I'd say, that put out like this crazy mist. And it's got this giant fan. I know you guys have all seen them. If you go to the resort, you know, it's that big old tunnel um you know, funnel that blows the snow through. And so I was thinking about why couldn't we build like a hill in the park, right? And then invert this thing. And in the summertime, you can fire this thing up and it shoots off like a volcano, right? <laughs> and it shoots water up and it'll cool you down because the park is getting too hot in August. So I'm like, we need a water feature. So, uh, so here comes the volcano. It's coming. There you go. There you go, Colorado kid. <laughs> That's going to be actually super fun. Get down to the bottom, hit the session jump, and then have that thing light off, you know? Yeah, something to cool it down. <laughs> um, okay, Rich on Two Wheels is asking, he says, what, and this kind of comes into play for the families, so not just for the mountain bikers, what new attractions for the families might be coming? Ugh, such a, it's such a killer question. There you go, Rich. I mean, if, I, everybody that's here at this point, put yourself in my shoes. It, I've got it built. Now what's next, right? And so you can dream up whatever. Well, I'm super passionate about the monorail that's in here. So oh, yeah. um, the monorail is a B ride. It uh, holds a car up to 12,000 pounds. It takes a quarter mile track and it goes right through the center of, of the park. Um, and so five years ago, I started machining and building a car to go on that. Um, and uh, what it is, is it's basically a, a, a giant um, a, a giant clip that there you go. There's the B. Good call. <laughs> and you can you can clip this clip to the track. And this uh, clip is a gear ratio to work off of a mountain bike frame. So I used all the same gearing as a SRAM, you know, like EXO or Eagle drivetrain. Okay. And you get on this bicycle and it hangs from the tram and it runs up, it runs up to this, this truck assembly that I now have done. It shows up uh, tomorrow uh, from the machinist and we're clipping it on the track tomorrow. And um, I'm going to be you take a test ride? to check out the tolerances and stuff. And so that is the 2022 attraction that's coming. And it is freaking awesome. It, I've got it all calibrated at full speed. Uh, it goes 22 and a half miles an hour. What? Anybody that knows what, uh, what that feels like on a bike, 22 miles an hour on a bicycle is, is pretty clipping right along. Yeah. But when you're at the pub, look up and look at that track and look at how tight that radius turn is. That thing's going to throw you off that bike. So the next step is in trying to figure out how, how do I get this approved by OSHA? <laughs> so, the safety committee. Right? I, I, I literally, I don't care. I, I, I'm building this and it's going to be super fun. And you're going to see me probably riding it because no one else is going to be allowed to ride it. <laughs> the system's not going to allow it, um, but it's coming. And I'm, I'm super stoked. So that's um, one of the attractions that's coming that I'm, that I'm super happy about. Um, there's also more play centers. We're getting comments that a, a lot of the riders are having young families. And so there is a demand on us to have more for small kids to do. So while you're out mm. riding, um, you know, you can break the family up a little bit and some can ride while some watch the kids or vice versa. However, that, however that family <laughs> model works, 
Um, and so we are putting more stuff in. We just put these, we call them moving mountains. We put little excavators in that kids can jump in. They'll be open this weekend and they can run a little excavator. Um, so we're going to constantly putting new attractions in for, for all ages. Um, so yeah, the, that, that's the two new things that are, that I'm working on right, right at this moment. That is awesome. Yeah. And like getting back to what you said earlier, that full balance of mountain biking in the family, it really helps out at Sky Park when everybody can do something and yeah. everybody can enjoy it. So that is, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, good question, Rich. Rich. Rich was the one who asked that one. Um, S. Connor Esty is asking, was his original vision of what it should be, what it is now, or is it something else? It's pretty close to what I envisioned from the start. Um, I feel like we have a good vibe between the trail system and the village. That was the chemistry that I, that I really wanted to develop to where they were complementing each other. Um, and, and I'm pretty happy to have that. I, I think if, I think if there, there's one thing that I think I had the envision of that I, that the park still doesn't have just yet is we just, we still don't have that feeling of being lost in the woods. And I, mm. and I really like that about my, all, everybody here does. We, we love the fact of riding on your bike and taking a trail out somewhere and seeing something new and then getting out there and going, dang, I'm kind of far where, where you almost get the feeling like uh, that nervousness of I'm, I'm killing it today. I'm, you know, miles <laughs> out in the woods uh, and I'm with my buddy or whatever, and you're, you're laughing and you're having a blast and you, you, you're, you, you become part of something with nature, with yourself. Like you're, that's the key to mountain biking, right? The core of it is, is be out there and be one with your bike and just the quiet, the peacefulness and the craziness, the, the fact that you can go over and try and hop up on some log and try and ride it. And you're, you're just goofing off. You're just literally using the forest as a playground. I saw more of that as my original vision. And I think at the end of the day, I, I will get that vision. I, I will get there. So that that requires more acreage. That requires a bigger park. Um, and uh, and I and I think those all those things are possible. This might be a great place to to say it. Um, you were talking earlier about those trails that you rode when you uh, were a kid, kind of behind the property. Right. Are, are you thinking that you would build it out back that way somehow in, in the future? Correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be we, cool. I have a good relationship with, with, uh, with my neighbor. So, um, I, I think there's opportunity there coming for, for Sky Park, uh, in, in the dream. And that's what we're talking about. Hey, is this the vision of what you saw? Um, I think that's what I see as a vision. I always have, and I, I haven't lost that vision. That's, that's awesome. That's very, very cool. And I do get that feeling a little bit when I'm on Comet and I'm heading back that way. I get that feeling of being yeah. out there like this is, uh, you know, it's very and, good. And that's just it. You, when you get to Comet, you're touching on it because from that acreage back is wilderness. It is Ooh. hardcore. It's, it's thousands of acres. Um, and those acres are fee land. Those acres I can, I can, they, they can be owned. Um, wow. so there's opportunity there. One thing I, I, I would say that's probably difficult about the park is also being in the same position where people get hurt at the park. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't like that. Um, I've done everything that you can imagine. And all the, all the listeners know this, 
there's no gaps at this park. You can't go fly a gap. Um, you probably will never be able to fly a gap at, at Sky Park. Um, I've done everything I can to try and make it. So when the family comes out and, you know, and, and mom <clears throat> wants to go out and, you know, really rip it up, you know, and just have this blast of a time um, that, that she can do that and have fun and, and not throw herself into a gap uh, or, any, or, or anybody. Um, but um, there, there's really nobody is singled out anymore. All riders are talented and all riders are good riders. Um, and we all like to push ourselves. And because of that, I have to take that into consideration when I, when I build the park. So uh, the first step is trying to keep you safe, make sure that, that I can do that. And then once you're, once you're safe, right, uh, accidents happen. And so even though you're doing things, you just go to clip out and you accidentally fall over. Well, you fall on a stick and the stick lacerates your arm. I mean, now I got you out on a trail. I need to make sure that I can get first aid to you immediately, get EMTs to you and, and get you out of that condition. A bigger park makes that harder. Um, and mm. so I, I, I walk slowly as I, as I develop this park to make sure that it's done responsibly. And I see it in every single park that I go to. Um, I see the risk factor and I see the risk that those, those companies are taking. And it's a risk they don't need to take. If we want to go do gaps and all that, you can still go do that in your backyard. Um, you can still do that at a, at a lot of parks um, and they're built for it and they have the facilities to manage that. Um, and so that's something that's always in the back of my mind. It's very, uh, there, there's a level of responsibility that kind of freaks you out once in a while. You know, I don't like yeah. seeing people get hurt. That's interesting. Well, well said. That's great that you brought that up. And um, I, I do, I, I can say that gaps or no gaps, there's definitely no shortage of fun at Sky Park. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, scouts out there. That's right, and that's a great comment. You don't need a gap to make a great jump. You can make that's a great right. jump rollable, and uh, right. and um, so it's all it's all in trail design. Just got to make that's sure right. that you know you're doing it. And I I hope I can keep my talent level up as I get older on a bike, so that I can still enjoy the purity of of big ramps and big jumps and everything, and still ride at that level because I think it helps having the owner of the park ride a bike. I, I do see when I go to other parks. You can tell that the that a lot of times the owners of the parks aren't riding, and the money spent on trails and spent are spent in different ways and not necessarily necessarily the the purity of just going out and riding your bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The spirit of the trail is not there if the if the yeah. person owning the park isn't actually on the trails. <laughs> it's yeah, like gotta, who did this gotta, turn? What the heck was that? You, you have to enjoy it. Yeah. You, yeah. You, <laughs> Yeah. Um, scouts out on, he said, uh, he's, he's from the central coast and his name is Mark. He says, yeah, gaps are not needed to have a great jump. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that gets to one of the questions on here, Bill, they're asking, uh, trail dogs are asking, people have been asking us if the session jump is going away, is it here to stay or is it out of here? Yeah, uh, it's here. It's here to stay. Um, the, the reason that the rumor came out uh, that the session jump was going to go away is I had figured out a line that I could take from lower sleigh ride and I could take it through where the session jump is and it would um, lend itself for a dual, dual slalom. I've been trying to put a dual slalom in the park mm. uh, for years and the session jump really messed up the line, the entrance to the session jump and, and everything else. And so there, there was a rumor there. Uh, and it was, it was a legitimate rumor that there was a threat on the session jump, uh, because of this line that we were, we were talking about coming down 
And again, I, I was also using the rationale of, hey, how, would we would we less people get hurt? Uh, but then what I found is we're really not hurting people on the session jump. When we first built it, we had some fairly big crashes on it. Guy broke his femur. I mean, we've, we've had some some big crashes on it. But now that um, it's been here for a while and people know what it is, we're not getting the injuries on it. And the, the session jump will stay. It's, we're not pulling it out. We'll nice. continue to work on it and, and make improve it. Yeah. There you go. Just the opposite. Yeah, we'll take care of it. There you go, everybody. It is it is staying. It is staying. Um, another question, SD Connor says, what was the background? Oh, actually, we, we knew that one already. So uh, going on to the next page. Is there any questions that, that you saw that you'd like to address? Um, I think we covered a lot of them. We went through so many different kind of dynamic stuff. I was, I was going to look at a couple of questions that I saw, but I think we covered most of them. Um, but if anybody has any questions, yeah, shoot, this is a good time. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's a little ripper guy, Stance Williams. What's up, buddy? Stance Williams is this, and you probably have seen footage of this kid. I think he's like, Stance, forgive me if I get this wrong, right? He's got to be eight or nine, maybe. And he is flying on these jumps. He, there's images of him on the session jump, just way, way up there. Super talented, little shredder. He's asking, what is the average number of bikers weekdays versus weekends? Interesting question for that a little guy. That is a great question. You know? <laughs> uh, and that's the secret sauce that, that makes a park successful. Um, weekends, um, we'll do um, upwards of about 1,000 people uh, in, in the park on, on a weekend. Um, this weekend, we'll be busy. We're super busy during the holidays because we get that first rain. We got the best dirt. The trees are all changing. I mean, it's. I rode today. It was freaking spectacular. It was so beautiful out there. All the trees are bright red, and and uh, and so it's beautiful. So right now on weekends, um, we'll do a thousand people, um, and then um, on the weekday, like today when I rode, um, I would say <coughs> probably people total park in and on the trails max maybe two hundred people, guys. It was so quiet, man. We had lunch. There was maybe one or two parties um, over by the pedal pub having lunch. One or two at St. Nick's, and I didn't see any. But I picked any trail when I got to the top of the world. I could pick any trail anywhere. No one around. Um, super chill. Um, I noticed that um, we get a lot of we get a lot of guys that are a little bit older during the week because they're retired or whatever. Their their schedules allow them to do it. They're obviously not in school. Um, and they're riding e-bikes. So when I was out today, I, I had quite a few e-bikes going by me. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I felt like a minority out here with my <laughs> metal bike. But I'm not giving in, man. I am a tourist. I am, I am not going to ride one. I mean, I do ride one. I mean, I, I have fun with one. But my my go-to ride is is a pedal bike. And it will. I hope it always stays a pedal bike. There you go. Yeah, yeah those e-bikes are, are fun. But as as a friend of mine told me, was like, would you would you like to have ice cream every every single day? Because like having ice cream, but, right? You know, it is it is fun though. That's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, I like that analogy. That's I'm good. thinking if I think if I ever do get an e-bike, I definitely want to keep my analog bike so I can have like almost like in surfing a shortboard and a longboard. You know, it just depends on. On, on what the ride is that day. Right. And, and I, I saw Adam's com comment, you know, that, that the park is great for e-bikes. You know, absolutely. I, 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 what I love about this park 
and what will never change. And this is one of the questions that came up. I did see this question. Uh, will there ever be a lift service? Absolutely not. There, there will never be a lift service. One of the things that I, that I, that I don't like about other parks is whether it's Mammoth Summit or wherever, and, I, and I'm going up and I, and I get to the top, I've cooled off. I don't feel warmed up anymore. And I'm throwing my leg over a bike and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to immediately start throwing myself off of ramps and jumps and, you know, tight berms and stuff. I love how Sky Park, you work for it. And when you get to the top, you're warmed up, like you're ready to ride. And to me, that's, that's mountain biking. So um, everybody told me, not everybody, but I, I got a lot of people that told me that the bike park would not work, that people wouldn't pay to ride, ride their bike. Um, if you didn't have a lift and, and I always believed if you give them a good trail and you can give them a good environment, um, why, why wouldn't they come ride? So, um, luckily, luckily for me, knock on wood, it's it, that that's come true. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's so e-bikes are absolutely so fun here because there's, that's your chairlift, right? That's the lift. You, can, yeah. you can get up and down you go. I have noticed that there is, um, there is a difference uh, for everybody out there. Um, I've done a lot of environmental work uh, because of having to get this approved and stuff. And the consensus is that the e-bike does not do any more wear and tear on the trail than, than a regular mountain bike. Um, and, and I can tell you for, for a fact um, in our park that the e-bikes absolutely create more wear and tear and, and thrash the trails. There's, there's just no question about it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's important that people understand why. Um, it's not because you go down the trail on an e-bike and I go down a trail on a, on a, on a pedal bike and, and the e-bike is rougher on the trail. That, that's not it at all. The, 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 the environmental argument is correct. If you're going out and back on a trail, the e-bike doesn't do any more harm than, than the regular bike. Where the e-bike does harm is when there's a, a group of riders that come in and there's a thousand of them and those thousand riders all go on a regular bike, they can only do five or six laps in the park and they have a great day. On an e-bike, they can do 20 laps in the park. Oh. So what's happening is I'm just simply getting more wear on the trail because of, because of the e-bike. So um, there's a lot that's been learned uh, at this park in particular on the differences between between uh, the e-bike and a regular bike on, on what it does to the environment. Um, they are the same. They do not do more damage, but they can do more riding. Yes. <laughs> and the that, more riding and the more laps, that's more damage. That's so, more damage. Uh, so, so there you go. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Bill. Actually, Joey and I did an e-bike study and the end, the end conclusion of the study was you definitely go twice as far your average speed is, is, is up twice as fast. Your active time is, is twice is more. Everything's double. It seems yeah. like on the E, yeah. you know, it was yeah. interesting result. Yeah, they should. Um, they, they are fun. And they, they're, they, they will probably, as far as I see, will always be welcome at the park. There you, know? you go. That's cool. Um, Scott Ripple is saying, just found out about the dead man's party tomorrow night. My girlfriend and I have our wheels spinning. Looks like you got some more people coming. So what, what I have, you guys don't have is i have a theatrical group because i'm a theme park so tomorrow after (laughs) work well not after work during work however you want to call it at five o'clock i have an appointment with our makeup artist so i am going to be calling decked out i will be a dead man 
It's been <laughs> super fun. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm totally fired up for that. So it, costumes uh, are totally welcome, which will be super fun. That'll help the vibe in the park, I think, if if, uh, if people dress up. So, yeah, Dead Man's Party is going to be come, have come. It's going to be it's going to be a blast. That's going to be great. Yeah. If, if anybody on the on the podcast tonight can get out there for Dead Man's Party, uh, jump on out there. Uh, Bill, I can't believe we've already blown through an hour. Is is there anything that um, you'd like to share about Sky Park, things that are coming up? Um, you know, Dead Man's Party is one we for sure want to get people out to. Um, anything at all that we didn't get to say? I don't know. I, I just think if I um, – I really appreciate you guys having me on because I think the, the more information out there, the better, and it, cer it certainly helps us. But there is there has been a lot on my mind going through COVID and all this weird stuff, and – um, and I think what I'd like everybody to understand is, you know, uh, Sky Park isn't about any of that. It's not about politics. It's not about, you know, if you're white, black, if you're, you're gay, if you, it, Sky Park is about getting rid of all of that and coming up for the day and having your day with your family or with your friends and just absolutely just enjoy the day and get away from all that. Like that's, that's not what Sky Park is here for. Sky Park is here for you to come up and have fun and play for the day. Um, and I will do whatever I can to make sure that that experience is, is as good as it can be, you know? So I think my message is just, you know, keep your troubles at home and come up and put a smile on and come up and have fun. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Get get up to Sky Park for some stoke. That's yeah, uh, always the happy, always the happy place. Uh, Bill, it's been great to have you on the show. I really appreciate you being on on the segment. Um, if you see Santa Claus, tell him I said hi. Um, and uh, yep. if you see Arrow, tell me said what's up. <laughs> yep, I look forward to seeing you back up here, and we'll yeah. uh, we'll get back to doing what we do, having having fun. Having fun. I can't wait. I got to get some laughs with you, buddy. Got to get some laughs with yeah. you soon. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for being on the show tonight. Thank you to our guest, Bill Johnson, owner of Sky Park on the podcast. If anybody wants to reach out to you after this show, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Probably my email is the best, and it's a little long, but um, but if you email bill at skyparksantasvillage.com, um, and it's a mouthful, that comes right to my desk. And unfortunately, I check my email every every second, right? That's how the world goes around. Um, Bill so, at skyparksantasvillage.com? Uh, yeah, it's Bill at skyparksantasvillage.com. And, um, yeah, so – and thank you guys so much for your support. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Oh, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't work unless unless people come, you know? Yeah, we, we thank you so much for, for building this amazing bike park that we all love. Every single person has such a good time. Whenever you say, where do you want to ride this weekend, if somebody says Sky Park, it's always like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> let's, it's let's make always, that happen. It's always an option. It's always a great option. I, I love unless, it. It, unless it snows, man, I'm, I'm keeping it open. Awesome, so, awesome, great. awesome. Oh, before we go, one thing about yeah, we're heading into the winter. There was a question about um, when it does snow, um, will there be volunteer signups to help shovel the snow out so we can yeah, open the Absolutely. Now that with this COVID thing going out of our way and stuff, absolutely. Yeah, and we'll post it on social media. So we'll get the word out. Awesome. Um, and if you've done it before, you're already on a list. And so you'll probably be directed directly contacted by email um, and just say, hey, or text. Um, hey, come on out. We're going to have a volunteer day. You know, love to see you. 
So hopefully we can grow that. And if we could get that rolling enough, it just makes these new trails come, come that much quicker. Yeah. Wait, let's uh, Uh, folks, let's keep sky park open as much as we can as we head into the winter season and uh, let's get up there and get those uh, tires on the trails and get, get the snow, get the stoke. I think Walt Disney stole that from you guys, the happiest place on earth. I think, uh, I think that uh, because it's a good argument. (laughs) Yeah. I have to get that back. Well, thank you again, Bill. Thank you, everybody, and we appreciate it. We'll see you guys out there on the trails. Talk to you all soon. Thank you. All right there, folks. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Segment Podcast. That was Bill Johnson, the owner of Sky Park. So good to hear all that great news and great ideas and new plans in the near future for Sky Park. Hope to see you guys out on the trails. Send it safely in wherever you are riding. And remember, find something you love. Do it with a lot of passion because all of your hard work will always pay off. Hope you guys are well, and we'll see you all on the next episode.